Fine. You can have a shit while using a sling. Well, <laughs> you could, but I'd feel sorry for the poor baby that's just sat there whilst you're They straining. don't give a fuck Daddy, about smells. Hello and welcome to Overly Honest Dads, brand new podcast that gives you an honest look at what fatherhood is really like. And my name's Matt, I'm your host, and I'm joined by two absolute bastards, Magnus. Hello, good evening. And Jean-Maria. Hello, everybody. Yeah, he's, his name is actually Jean-Maria. It's not John. It's all a lie. Um, so welcome back. Thanks for coming back and joining us again. Or if this is your first ever episode, welcome to our podcast. Um, it's been a few weeks since we last saw each other because as, you know, life with kids, it tends to get in the way sometimes. So what have you been up to? Looking after kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything notable occurred in your life in the last few weeks that you want to share? My five-year-old daughter has a boyfriend, which is a bit weird. That is very early. It is. His name is... I want to rip his head off for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) The jealousy of a father. Has he like been over to your house? No, he hasn't. There's no play dates. He sat next to her once and she's very excited about that. Really? Yeah. yeah. So how how does that work? Because I remember having like a girlfriend when I was 10... And I suppose that's a little bit better, but five years old is very early. What it is what is her expectation in this relationship? What is she getting out of it? What's in it for her? Him sitting next to her. Okay. Yeah. For so. protection, for for what? Uh, no, he's just he's sat next to me. She's all happy. She she shies away from telling me, but she tells her mother everything. It's very weird. It's, it's like she knows I'm money. jealous. <laughs> yeah. Jacob's he, got money. Yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> is he like Wickham, no, Is he like getting a pick and mix? I am trying no to impress idea. her. With a bit no of swag. Idea. I have no idea. Apparently my wife said he's a very good looking little boy and I'm like, that still doesn't make it nice. It's well, okay when your wife says it, but when you say it, you know, everyone loses their minds. <laughs> <laughs> Pedo John. <laughs> so how, so you got two boys. Have they had girlfriends yet? Or is, is well, I guess, I guess one of your boys is very young. He's three, isn't he? Yeah, he's like three, four, but he's, he likes he likes one of the girls in his class. Already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he, wow. He likes her. Yeah, yeah, he likes her. It's just like, yeah, that's, that's, uh, he likes her. But then Chris has been, he, he likes this girl that keeps saying, oh, yeah, you're my boyfriend, but she has another two boyfriends. I'm like, dude, I'm not sure if that's the kind of guy you would be hooking up with. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he's eight, but yeah, he's uh, he was madly in love with this girl, but I think he's over her now, but it's quite weird. They go to primary school and all this stuff kind of flows in. And for me, it was the same. I think I was, I think first girlfriend, she, I was what? nine or something i mean it yeah. was just like little girl from primary school but it's just really weird that they're that young and already kind of discussing that kind of stuff and you're already yeah. feeling protective for sienna yeah yeah she's my only girl and needs to be a stand-up guy and she needs to be 40 <laughs> <laughs> no nah, but it's it's just weird it's just very weird because she's so young they're already discussing it in a way that was my reaction what you had i'm just like mm, boyfriend like what the hell like, yeah it's weird yeah to be fair for me and you magnus it's way too early to even think about that kind of thing so it's just not even on the radar yet well oh what i'm pulling out my phone guys have a look who's that what's going on there Quinn has got a boyfriend. <laughs> Quinn, who is how old? She's five and a half months. <laughs> Bruv, did you, I, did you I, kick him in the face? <laughs> I wasn't there. Apparently, he bit her. 
Yeah, he, he he's abusive a, relationship. Yeah. How old is he? Is it? We talk about an older man. We are. Okay. We are. He's an older man. Um, he's older by I think two months. That is inappropriate. M- meaning he's got some teeth that have appeared, ah. and he's got four teeth, and so Quinn has got four marks on her cheek. Oh but, no! Yeah, yeah, that's actually quite sad. I know. I know. Um, and she cried. Oh yeah. Was it an ugly cry, like a really bad no. cry, or just a sort of moany cry? No, no. It's one of those cries where if you look at them and you're upset then they will cry. But if you look at them like, it's okay, it's fine. I I love how clever they are at doing that. Like, bang! And they'll turn around and look at you. It's like, I'm meant to cry. I'm (laughs) going to cry. I want attention. (laughs) And then if you just like, shut up, man up. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> yes, Sienna, be a man. <laughs> yeah, be a man. <laughs> yeah, to my boys, my girl, she can cry all day and I'll hug her all day. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm, so I've got a fairly big day tomorrow. Interesting. It's oh, yeah. nervous. So tomorrow is Alex's first keep in touch day. And for anyone listening that isn't aware of what that is, that is when... Uh, someone who's on maternity leave, or I suppose paternity leave, it could happen as well if you've got shared parental leave. Um, you go back for a keep in touch day so that you're um, familiar with what's been going on at work while you've been away. And so Alex will be back looking after Emily on Friday, but tomorrow is my first time looking after her on my own all day. Really? Yeah. Are you going to man up? Well, I mean, the thing is, I was thinking about this, right? Because I'm a bit nervous about it because I've not mm. done it before, but there's nothing in in Amelie's daily routine that I've not done before. I can obviously change mm. change her nappy, change her clothes, sort out her food. I can entertain her. I can get her in the pram, the push chair. There's nothing that I can't do, but I've never had such an extended period of time without any help. Do, do you know what it is? I, I think the reason why you are worried, maybe I'm projecting here, but the mm. reason why you're worried is that you don't have milk jugs for tits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that that's what it what is. What are the yeah. boobies? Oh, it's, it's, that's de- definitely true because whenever Emily is a little bit like difficult, um, you just she, she goes on the boob for a bit and then everything's okay again. Um, I'm sorry, but John's taking a selfie for some reason and I really don't know why. Um, but yeah, so I'm doing it all on my own um, and... I'm a little bit petrified. I don't know how it's going to go. I know it'll be a, a great day, though, because there will almost inevitably be moments during the day that are really special That when me and Emily are bonding and have a great time together. So I'm excited about it. But, yeah, I mean, I'm bricking myself a bit at the same time. Yeah. it's. I think the thing you'll find is you'll miss mummy so much and you can't do anything about that. Sorry yeah. to break it to you, but that is oh, going to yeah, be a yeah. hard day tomorrow. It yeah. really will be. Because even now, they're older. They're right for a few hours and it's like, with mummy? And it's just like, oh, God's sake, she'll be back. <laughs> but they just, they're so attached to their mother because that's the person they spend the majority of their time with. Yeah. I mean, and obviously my wife is a stay-at-home mum and, you know, there's way more attachment there. But it's like when she went to see the Battery Boys a couple of weeks ago. Terrible decision, horrible band. But besides that, <laughs> no, it was just sort of like, you know, getting them to bed and stuff. And it's just like, they, they it, that attachment is, is insane. Like even the little one in particular, he's such a mummy's boy. Like really? the big one, not as much, but the little one so much. It's unreal. Yeah. It's, mm. and it's they, they don't cry like they do when they're babies, but when they're babies, damn man, uh-huh. it's like impossible to break that bond. Wow. Yeah. yeah I've, I've had Quinn for the majority of the day before a couple times now, not, not the, the whole day, not from, you know, morning to bedtime, but a, a long time with bottles and uh, thankfully, Quinn has been okay. Yeah? Yeah, she's been really good. 
That's think good. she, yeah, I think she enjoys my company. We have a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, yeah, I love that down little munchkin. What sort of things do you get up to? What activities? We we play games. We play okay. a lot of games. Um, she's got, uh, like you've got the floor tiles. Yeah. Uh, the foam floor tiles in rows of four. Yeah. Uh, 16 and uh, in, in the front room and she'll have her toys there. I will be with her usually with my phone as well. Um, but I'll be with her to keep her company when she looks over. Uh, we'll read a lot of books. I read all of her books to her in check because I'm trying to learn it as well. Um, she loves books. She absolutely loves books out of everything to maintain her uh, concentration. It's books. It's Who'd have good. thought? Pretty neat, man. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty neat. So, uh, you know, we'll watch YouTube videos every now and again and she just won't, want to continue on with the YouTube videos after about five, 10 minutes, the books good, maintain, which yeah. is fantastic. That's really good. Um, so sometimes I'll stick her in, chuck her into a sling. We'll walk around the house. We'll go into the back garden. We may go out, um, go in the buggy somewhere, get her out of the house. Uh, yeah, she, she loves all of it. I, honestly, guys, I think we've landed on our feet as parents. Cause Quinn is really easy going, really yeah. easy going. I love when the second comes and it's potentially a demon like the this opposite. is what everyone that's, says. Yeah, oh, mate, if that everyone happens, says. I, I will feel for you. Wait, well. So all of the friends that we have that have had a second kid and a first kid that's been easygoing, the second kid has been an absolute nightmare. Yeah, I've heard similar. Or, or the other way around, the first one's been a nightmare and the second one's really docile. Mm-hmm. That was me. Yeah. I mean, Chris was an absolute nightmare. And then Sienna was like, Law! like <laughs> complete opposite. So, yeah. So it's been really hot here recently. Have you guys, um, well, I mean, I guess it's probably more a Magnus question than, than John, because your kids will probably be able to deal with hot weather fair, easy, easier than a baby. They just expect a barbecue and a paddling pool to come <laughs> out. Like, literally, that's what well, happens. That, that, might sound, that does sound like a lot of work. But yeah, how have you dealt with the heat with, um, with, uh, with your kid? Well, uh, actually, pretty good. Yeah? If anything, yeah. Um, Quinn has been fine. She's not had any issues with it. No heat rashes, no complaining, no waking up in the middle of the night. It's been it's been pretty good. That's good. Well, we, we actually had a bit of a struggle with that uh, when it was oh, really? really hot. Well, Emily got a fever um, as a couple, oh, yeah. as a couple nah. of Sundays ago. Yeah. It was the first time she's been, she was ill. And thankfully, the fever went away really quickly. How old is she now? She is eight months. Eight months. Eight, eight months. months without having a fever. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, lucky, are, man. See? Damn. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's the, it's the McGinley genes. We're, 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 you know, tough people. Um but Magnus, what were you up to whilst we were? Yeah, away? yeah. Well, there's there's a lot to say to that. Um, yeah. Quinn went on her first family holiday. Her first holiday. Her first. Wow. Holiday. What a coincidence! What a segue! Really? Because this week we're talking about traveling slash holidays with kids. There we are. Wow. There we are. Who would have thought? <laughs> Segway man. <laughs> so yeah, everyone, we're going to, today's main subject, because uh, we're not just going to talk sort of random shit for the whole episode. Um, we're going to talk about, <laughs> we're going to talk about the experience of sort of generally traveling. So maybe just going A to B on public transport, but also going away on holiday and what that's like for kids, because it's very different from life beforehand much like everything is so we're going to take a quick break here but when we come back we're going to chat all about traveling and holidays see you in a moment bye bye welcome back to overly honest dads so we're here and we're here to talk about traveling and going on holiday when you have kids so i've wanted to pick this as a subject because a lot changes when you become a parent but 
traveling is one of the main ones because before you could just leave the house, just check you've got your keys, your wallet, your phone, and just be on your way. And you don't even have to have a plan of where you're going or what you're doing. But when you have a kid, everything changes. So first off to talk about is getting prepared to go out. So Magnus, when you are about to go out on a trip with Romana and with Quinn, what essentials do you pack? Well, there, there is there there is one thing that I do before the packing, which is absolutely essential. And it's a sniff. I need to ensure she hasn't shit her pants. <laughs> <laughs> so, so providing that that is okay. What is the vintage? <laughs> awful, awful. True providing story. that everything is okay and it's not a wet nappy either. She's clean. Um, we have her bag. Everyone has their baby bag. Every single person has a baby bag, right? Mm-hmm. We got our from Amazon. We've got two, in fact, now. The specific baby bags. You know the ones with um, the the foil inner um, uh, pockets, so you can put, uh, yeah, um, you know, like um, uh, bottles Nappies and shit, and bottles, yeah, and keep crack, them, yeah, yeah. Water, cold and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> crack. <laughs> so she's having all of her stuff there. We get her ready, um, and then we decide whether or not we take the big buggy or the small buggy. Okay. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Yeah, you got the same thing, the travel yeah. buggy or not? Yeah, yeah, recently because we went away for the first time, we got the travel buggy for that. Travel, yeah, travel yeah. buggies are essential, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. big time, big yeah. time. Well, we, did, we didn't have it for ages, but now we do. It's just very useful yeah. to have. Well, we bought it so we can get on planes and put it into the, the overhead. Yeah. But now we use it regularly out and about the town because it weighs six kilograms. Oh man, it's so light. And it is. It's so cheap. Like it, it breaks, you just buy a new one. And it's just like, that's the other thing. Well, like, our, ours wasn't so cheap. It was about 170. Damn. What? Yeah. So it was, a, it, it was an Ickle Bubba. Like, it was 160, 170. Yeah. An Ickle Bubba. I know, some wanky name. What really fucking fuck annoying <laughs> name. I know. You've changed, Magnus. No, I know. I have. What has happened to you? I've become domesticated. This you is, you hipster. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a wickle. I mean, are, you, are you competing with all the other parents? No, no. Because isn't no, no, that no. kind of like a keeping up with the Joneses thing to Fuck spend that, that much shit. on? That shit. It just you needs a leather handle. Wannabe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I do live n- near Wimbledon, so oh, there, there, oh there, there we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Um, so uh, yeah, we, we uh, at that stage we, we've decided whether or not we take the big buggy uh, or the the travel buggy. And then we get Quinn prepared. Basically, we throw her from a distance into uh, the, the child seat, load her into the car if we're going to drive somewhere. If not, we throw her from a distance into the buggy, which is down some, a flight of stairs, and then we're all good to go. Yeah. But when we're carrying stuff, it's, oh God, it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a lot. It's a it's hell a of a lot. lot of stuff. It really it is, is a hell of a lot. Stuff. So we're talking, if we want to go around the block, yeah, uh, you have to take into account the fact that a baby may shit themselves, mm-hmm. right? Or puke. Yeah. So in uh, her bag is uh, a, a definitely a, a changes of clothing. Lots of different changes of clothing. Minimum of two. Minimum of two. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, the law. A- absolutely. Absolutely. Um, shitload of nappies, nappy sacks, wet wipes, um, some dummies if necessary. Oh, you're missing one thing. You warm the milk before you leave the house. You keep it in a little milk warmer holder so that you really? take it out warm the milk, milk is still warm yeah oh. take it out and the milk is still warm and it's in that kind of container that keeps the temperature well uh, i mean gotta, if, it's still, get on that, if it's still in the tip then it stays fairly warm yeah but you we, we like there are instances where the it could get cold stuff, but yeah yeah <laughs> yeah winter like <laughs> Ding! <laughs> uh, when we're out about alex will just feed herself yeah. like yeah she, she she'll do it in the middle of a shopping center yeah, yeah. She'll just sit down on a bench and 
whip yeah. it out, and there you go. Well, we had to turn to formula pretty quickly yeah, due to yeah. things. So, mm. yeah. But, yeah, the bottle warmer thing was, like, epic. It was amazing. Mm. It just kept the right temperature. It's just like, a, well, need to feed. Bzz, take it yeah. out, and it was still warm. But such a convenience to just whack out your tit for lunch. Yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Really <laughs> life-saving, you know. It's, it's brilliant. It helps us all out, you know. Mm. If you're hungry. <laughs> so, John, how does the preparation change when the kids get older? Because I oh, imagine man. you still need to prepare when you're when you're due to go places with your with your many children. You know the first thing you say? Have you gone toilet? <laughs> Have you gone toilet? No, I don't need to go go toilet. I don't want to go go toilet. Okay. And they go toilet. Do you because say you, do you, you say that in English in that accent, or do you actually talk in Italian to English? Them? Eng- they won't respond to Italian. They're so racist. They oh, really? Don't like Italian. It's, it's ridiculous. I just like, kind of wanted to know what go huh. to the toilet is in Italian. Cesso. No, you wouldn't say cesso to a kid. You'd just say it's in bagno, but they won't even respond to that. They just they're so racist. Like they 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 understand it. They refuse to speak it. It kind of hurts my feelings. It's interesting you say that, and we will discuss this in a. We'll dedicate an episode to this. Yeah. Uh, second langu- oh, language yeah, yeah. acquisition, because all of our our partners are are from yeah. another country. John, you're a, a, a filthy foreigner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we all have this issue being in an yeah. English country. But yeah. Uh, yeah, the kids. They, from yeah. what I've heard. Even if they're native speakers at a young age, they will refuse unless yeah. they're forced to. Yeah. They will refuse when they're in to. Italy, they start getting into it, and yeah. then they come back from holiday. Done. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It's quite annoying, but yeah, no. When you get ready, I mean, they're pretty good at getting ready now. Uh, Liam is almost there on dressing himself, which is quite cool. So we're getting to a point where we're quite independent. I think the nightmare is everyone getting a car, and then and who's put seatbelt on, who hasn't. Sienna doesn't want to do it. Liam doesn't know how to do it. So there's just the argument of you put your seatbelt on. Normally all done. It only happened once last week. We're going downhill and I had to brake a little bit. And then they started laughing at the back. What's going on? And I turned around and they were laughing because Liam's chair moved because they didn't put the seatbelt on. And he whacked into his mother's back seat, like, into, into his, his mother's seat. And it was just like, why don't you put the seatbelt on? <laughs> it's funny. I'm like, it's not. Oh, <laughs> it really God. isn't. It's just, yeah, that's the first time it's ever happened. It was like two weeks ago. I could have just like, just slapped them. Like, it was ridiculous. No, but they're pretty good, man. They're pretty good. They're like, yeah. once you get to that age, they're pretty good at sort of getting ready and stuff. Can so I ask, easy. we're going on a slight tangent, but did, did you guys do anything really dangerous when you were kids? Like, I mean, really, really single digit young. Yeah, I mean, but we didn't have car seats when I was a kid, man. Like, come on, like, like the the, the little bumper seats that my kids have. I'm like, pff, I was in a panda in Italy, like 100 miles an hour with the car shaking. Well, because I can't handle the speed. We did have car seats back then. I had a car seat. I, I think, that, I think in, that's in Italy, your... nobody gave a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like... I think that's more specific to your upbringing than the yeah. general experience. My parents didn't want me, by the way. Oh. <laughs> Heavy. Heavy, but true, brother. Oh, well, no, I mean, what do you mean by dangerous? I wasn't like trying to make bombs or anything. I mean, what, what are you trying to play with fire? Definitely, yeah. Oh, kid. you play with fire. Eat, so eat bugs. You know, bay windows. Yeah, bay windows. Right, yeah, yeah. the crescent shaped windows that mm-hmm. British houses have. Yeah. Right. I used to climb out of the 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 left left hand side, and walk, uh, we're talking from the first floor, and walk all the way around with the middle window open, so I could hold on to it and come back in through the right side. Jesus, With man. <laughs> wearing my, my underwear. <laughs> so I, yeah. Is that an important detail? You're just I, in I, your pants. I'm just remembering it right now. Yeah. It's, it's not like I was trying to defenestrate myself, but I was walking, not walking, I'm just climbing like that Frenchman, 
from one side to the other. And, and now I think about it, it fucking horrifies me. Oh man, that's bad. It's just retarded. Like, I don't open the back car windows all the way because I'm scared they'll jump out of the bloody windows of the car. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That's insane. Yeah. I was a fucking idiot, but there yeah, we are. Yeah, but you're still... I, mean, I did, here, did I stupid things when we went away on scouts trips and stuff like that, but that's because you're with other kids and you sort of yeah, like yeah. all G yourself up. I wasn't yeah. like trying to scale buildings in my pants or, I mean, yeah, I think that might just have been you, Magnus. I, I remember, I think it was year six, um, I got a an aluminium tube from probably like a, like a broom or something like that. Um, and I drilled holes into it. I, f- I made a handle. A chest, uh, not a chest rest, a, a shoulder rest, and I put like you know, you know, um, the old uh, uh, suspension, front suspension on bicycles. Yeah. They had like uh, the thing, the black things, the black covers that would move up and down. No, mm-hmm. you know what, no, I know but, what I mean. Yeah, um, the really old ones, and I put that on the front, and it was a rocket launcher, and I put fireworks in it, oh, and I got Jesus. on top of my yeah, I got on top of my <laughs> garage, and I would shoot that off the garage onto the back houses. Did you guys not do anything like that? I thought it was no, a normal thing to no, do. No, I used to set stuff quite a bit on fire. I used to like a ton, like I was oh, quite pyromaniac when I was a kid. Yeah. Like I've Same. burned serious things down. Like I burned the shed down and like I was a bit rough. Did you have the fire, fire engine called on you? Well, someone else's house I can give it that. I mean, I oh, really? off. <laughs> yeah. If the fire engine got called, I wasn't there. <laughs> I, I remember I burnt down the back fence. Oh, the, the other thing is I, um, there was our, neighbors were quite annoying and i went underneath their balcony and took a shit out of their balcony and they, and i kept doing it for weeks on end and they thought there was like there must be a wolf coming around because nobody had dogs or anything so there must be a wolf coming around there's massive poos <laughs> how old were you i was about nine ten i was like they used to piss me off like and i just used to just like take massive poos that's underneath biological the warfare john that really is that really is and uh and then i got caught and they were like oh it wasn't a wolf <laughs> Just me, like, pinching one out. Like. Well, I was going to talk about, you know, the benefits of using slings to carry your baby in, but this seems like, like, like a bit of a strange... <laughs> Sorry, we went off on a tangent there. No, it's fine. You can have a shit while using a sling. Well, <laughs> you could, but I'd feel sorry for the poor baby that's just sat there whilst you're They straining. don't give a fuck Daddy, about smells. Are you pinching one out? I, I can fart like it's tooting Broadway and she doesn't care. Like it's tooting... Oh, I see what you do. Yeah, loud yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tooting, tooting becks are the uh, silent but violent ones. Okay. Um. <laughs> but yeah, slings, they're all right, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, pretty yeah, good. They're right, Matt, yeah. But they're, 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 they don't give you as much mobility as you, they, as you think they would. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. You can't really yeah. do a lot of shit with them. You can't go gardening. No. <laughs> yeah, all right, calm down. <laughs> Fixing the car. <laughs> yeah. No. I don't know, my, my next door neighbour would probably would. Yeah, um, yeah but they, they are handy. I mean, uh, Alex definitely um, sees the benefit in them. They give her a bit of freedom um, yeah. when going on the tube and stuff. Yeah, agreed. I, I used to basically, you know, couldn't drive and we used to get buses and stuff to get around. Man, it, I just, I hated it so much. I can't and then, even imagine. Like, try, and then if there was a buggy on the bus, you couldn't get your buggy on the bus. So you had to wait for the next bus and then it, oh man, I hated it so much. So much, man. And then see, we got the car and it was fine, but damn. I, I really appreciate public transport in this country. It's fantastic compared to other countries. I'm but talking buses. if you've got kids. <laughs> if you've got kids. <laughs> And you can't afford to, to have a, a car or any other transport. You've got no one else to help you out. You're fucked. And you don't go out You're on not a Saturday. That You're sitting here knowing that I don't drive and we don't have a car. 
but you got a tube oh, station, shit. dude. You got a tube station. Yeah, it's different. Like yeah. we didn't have a tube station. Matt doesn't then. have any support. No, and, oh, no, it's fine. Like the reason I don't drive is because when I was younger, I had epilepsy, and so I wouldn't have been able to learn until my early twenties anyway. And by that point, I was living in London, and so there was not much it. point. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I mean the stuff about one not being a man. Well, fuck you. Um, <laughs> I was telling myself that uh, I love you. <laughs> and and two, it is perfectly possible to get things done you just need to choose where you live well so 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 that, you know you've got sort of stuff to do and yeah the tube makes it dead easy to get around yeah. i was about, i was going to ask what your guys experience of the tube was like i know for anyone listening that's not from london hearing about the tube might be not that interesting but stick with us uh but yeah what, what how do you guys find the tube magnus tube is neat tube is good tube yeah. is five minutes away from our place and the tube workers are very helpful yeah, if, yeah if, if if Romy's got the the heavy buggy, that yeah they're okay with carrying it. Again, eight years ago it was the same thing. I mean, yeah. we had Chris and like literally lifts does everything. I mean, tube is great. Yeah, it's the buses that are a nightmare. But mm. yeah, but again, we chose to live like near where I was because I had my flat there and I love Catford. But you know, Catford. Oh, that place. Oh man, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I love this. I love Catford. Catford. We drove great. past there the other day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. I love Catford, but. Not, not for everyone, man. Not for everyone, especially <laughs> if you don't have a tube near you. And uh, yeah. yeah, and my wife, you know, grew up in in Italy, but then moved when she moved to England. She was living in Camden, so yeah. you know, connected really well, connected. And then you know, she like we ended up living in Catford. It was fine when we didn't have cool. kids. And once you have kids and you got to get on buses, that's a nightmare. And Saturdays you don't leave the house because on Saturdays you can't get a buggy on a bus if you try. It's just uh, yeah, I hated it so much. Mm. And then we got the car, and it was fine. And then I got my first car seat, proper dad. I got a Ferrari, proper Italian dad. I got a Ferrari one, and I had a Polo. I looked like such a dick. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> and I remember you guys mocking me for that at some point. So, well, yeah. you're a very mockable individual. Yeah, thanks, Matt. I love you, buddy. <laughs> I mean that in the nicest way possible. I know, I know. I mean, I know. your name's Jean Maria. It's just inviting. Yeah, I know. It's, invi- it's inviting abuse. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, but one downside of the tube and public transport that I've noticed is especially when you've got a, a young baby that's quite cute is randoms that decide that they want to interact oh, or even oh, touch boy. your baby. Like we've had situations oh. where a woman has reached into the pram and Alex has just had to go wild and like shout at them to tell them not to touch the baby. It's, it can get a bit weird. The people clearly mean well because they are, you know, they're wanting to be affectionate to the child, but don't touch my kid. Yeah. And you, London's dirty and that, so you don't know what people like. You don't know who people are. It's so many people. You oh, say, no, 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 no. I, I, I would shout at them as well. Yeah. Talking about buggies, I saw something very interesting yesterday morning. I saw a guy running to work, pushing the buggy ahead of him, running after it, and then pushing it again. The wildest what? thing I've ever seen, Upper Thames Street. Three-wheeler? Three-wheeler. Like, yeah. he's cool. I'm like, dude, you're How very close know? You're very close to the road. You're going to kill the... But, like, you push it wrong, it's yeah, going to go I've on heard the road, of, I've seen people run with the, with the pram or with he the pushchair. He was pushing chair, it and running. I've not heard of literally pushing it and then catching up with it. Oh, I sometimes do that with Alex, with Amelie in the pram, with Alex, just to wind Alex up. I'd be like, oh, no hands or... You know, when it's safe to do. And you're walking, yeah. not running. And he was running at quite a pace as well. I'm like, you insane. It was Upper Thames Street. It's a main street in central London. It's insane, man. That's the fucking stupid shit. Really you hear is. about the guy on the um, the cruise liner? There's a recent article on a guy, uh, grandfather even, was holding his grandkid on a massive cruise liner. We're talking like a good 100 foot, if not more, no. 60 foot drop, right? Um, next to the window, massive, the window's no. fucking huge, yeah? 
and he's walking with the kid, yeah, right next to the goddamn window, and no. he loses his balance, yeah, and the worst happened. Dads do fucking stupid. What the baby, baby fell out? Died. Yeah. What? Baby I thought died. I thought you were going to tell a story of like the, the where Riskin was involved, but all ended well. No. So no, what, oh shit! I'm fell, sorry. Fell off a boat, was it? Did you yeah. say? Did he? Did it not? Not into not into the water. It, the it was it was it was parked <gasps> up. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, it was docked. Oh man! Oh shit! So, shit! Sorry, guys. Oh, oh, dark, man. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. you got a big smile on your face. It's so funny, man. Damn. I'm oh, sorry. No, you no, you no, like no. the reaction, it, but trust it, me, it, it, that's dark, man. You really hit me in a place I wasn't ready to go, man. Yeah, yeah. no, I know. I know. I, I, yeah, I remember sharing it with Romy. We were just there like, oh, my God, this hurts us now. This really, really hurts us. Um, yeah. Like, that, I've seen dads who really, really stupid shit, yeah. you know, with kids. They throw them too high. Um, they run with them. They will hold them in weird positions. Oh no, no, no! Because it's just like you know, it's dads to be like to be a little bit rough, and sometimes that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. drop him on their head, or like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, oh. I've already hurt my kid. Yeah, you know, but you spoke about oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't that bad. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you volunteer voluntarily try and act like an idiot just to show off, that I hate that. Like when I see dads throwing kids about, yeah, I can't stand that. Yeah. Or grab it like I saw a dad in the park grabbing a kid by the arm and, and the leg and then spinning him around. I'm like, what the hell? Dude, what the hell are you doing? How old was the kid? The, the kid was like five, six. I mean, okay. you, gotta, you, you can't like, oh, I just, I, 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 I can't get my head. Out. Like uh, the guy again that was running, pushing a yeah. push here, I wanted to punch him in the face. Jesus. And take the kid awful. away. You don't deserve to have a kid when you do stuff there, like There's that. a certain age they get to where a dislocation stops being a risk. But I think up until five, it's it's still an issue. Like we can't we can't hold our babies upside down because you can well you can but you can't like do anything with yeah. them because they, they have the risk of dislocating their pelvis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is just a really really bad thing. Yeah. You know? Um. But yeah, that you know, was a rough story you told, man. Um, damn, that was oh, just that really put me in a place. Shit. Of, damn. That's, yeah. Sorry, guys. No, it's, it's all, right. all good. But that might be a good time to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> and, and when we come back, we're going to discuss going on planes with kids, and we're going to talk positive. about going on holiday. Yay, Yay. positivity! Was we're you? a positive podcast about good things and not dead babies. <laughs> See you in a bit, everybody. Bye bye. Hello and welcome back to Overly Honest Dads. We're in the final part of the podcast, which is probably a good thing because John can't keep a straight face whenever I do an introduction. Um, <laughs> so we, as you know, if you've been listening, we've been talking about traveling and all of that sort of stuff. And we mentioned towards the start of the episode that Magnus, you recently went on your first holiday um, with Quinn and with your partner since Quinn came along. So why don't you tell us about the experience? And I really want to hear about um, your experience of going on a plane as well, because going on a plane is a whole different thing to traveling in other means of transport. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I, j- just to add a small caveat here, our experience was probably not representative of what it can be like to travel because it was a bit too perfect. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Romy was really adamant that Quinn needs to be a well-traveled baby. So I think the first plane journey she took her on was when she was four months um, and Quinn has been around with us. She's been to, to Wales. She's been on long car journeys with us um, previously. So we went to Corfu, uh, which is a Greek island. Really, really nice. Really, really nice. Brilliant, clear blue skies, sun without fail every single day. We had a fantastic view from the hotel as well. Um, and Quinn uh, was on the plane for, I think, 
three and a bit hours. A lot of preparation. It's very stressful as new parents. A lot of shit that we're bringing on board. Um, so our our equipment that we brought, uh, not including the two or three luggages, was her travel cot um, and her buggy, which was a travel buggy. Yeah, your 170 pound travel buggy. Yeah, it, it, exactly. Which is just fantastic. Um, so that that was supposed to go in as cabin luggage, but Romana substituted that for her own bag. So you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, guys, the important things, you know. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I, I've got to admit to you, however, guys, I'm really fucking proud of my kid. Proud mo, proud dad moment. Absolutely. Um, she got on that plane and did not care. She was so happy. She was making friends left, right, and center. All of the people around us were like, that is the smiliest baby ever. She's so alert. She's so happy. And then when they would talk to her, she would squeak. because She would be so happy that another human would be interacting with her. And that was three hours. She fell asleep a couple of times. Yeah, she had a, not a couple of times. I think she fell asleep once. She had a nap um, on the plane there. Uh, uh, Romy fed her from her Babylons as as they can, which is fantastic convenience. And uh, it was just brilliant. Like, I remember when we were getting out of the seats, people were offering to hold her. Yeah. Um, and, Don't touch my baby. Oh, <laughs> Quinn wanted to be held. She wanted someone to, to interact with other people. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just brilliant. And then when we are on holiday... She was the only one from the whole party. Uh, just to clarify the, the, who the party was, it was me, Romana, Romana's friend, who's a wife to her husband and two kids. Kids are uh, 14 months and f- four years. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like the whole time, it was just brilliant. It really, really was. Even in the hotel room, the hotel room was hitting really high temperatures. Outside, it was fucking hot. Yeah, uh, we how, all how tanned, we talking? like mid thirties, late thirties. Okay, yeah, it was really bloody hot. Yeah, uh, even I got a proper tan. I don't know if you can see it. Can you see that? Oh wow! Oh yeah, yeah I can. Yeah. Actually, yeah. And yeah. I, 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 I've already got a tan. I've never noticed you with the tan before. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I've known you a long time now. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, good, yeah, I've got a proper tan all around. I look ridiculous. Um, and yeah, mosquitoes. She was the only one to not get bitten by a mosquito because obviously Quinn is so pure. Fantastic. Uh, I thought that pure blood would, for mosquitoes would be like the equivalent of a Wagyu steak or something, you know? Exactly. Get that, some of that baby blood. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> nutritious. Yeah, they, they didn't go for her. Um, and she went in the sea. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, she loved it. She loved it. She was pushing. She had an infl- inflatable, like an inflatable platform around her, and she would be at the shoreline and push herself into the sea. The the, the shoreline was uh, the, the 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 water was very very shallow for for like maybe fifty meters. Uh, so it was like waist high up until around then, and she would push herself on the sand. She didn't care the way the sand felt. She would just go out, enjoy, come. Well, she didn't really quit. She didn't know where she was going, but she would just enjoy herself. She was squeaking away. I've got videos of her laughing. Yeah. Like my kid, man. man. Yeah, I really am. I really am. I have a skit for the podcast called Proud Dad Moment (laughs) for the week. Yeah. (laughs) Because this is it. Yeah, I know. But I know know exactly what what Magnus means because when Magnus was talking about his experience of going on the plane with, with Quinn, Emily was the same. 
recently so she had a, a first plane journey when we went to um went to germany we were going to a wedding in bavaria because my wife is german um and that's where her friends are so we went out there and a similar sort of thing emily was just smiling at everyone charming people getting um did you get a cuddly toy thing on the plane as well no uh we, we flew lufthansa which is obviously you know the german um the predecessor to the luftwaffe um you know <laughs> but they've had They've had a bit of an image change. <laughs> and bombs on London. Not not for not for a long time, it seems. They now, flow into London, but they don't bomb us. Yeah, anymore. yeah. You know, they've got the opportunity, but they don't take it, and that's the important thing. But you've got this First nice... they get the itch every now and again. <laughs> yeah. So we get this nice um uh, uh, cuddly plane toy. I think there might be one in this in, in there right now. I'm not gonna turn around because I'll knock the microphone. Um and and a logbook as well. We've got a logbook for the flights in the future. So now, Emily, uh, we can keep track of all the flights she goes on. And then when she's older, she can be like, oh, we got the flight. But yeah, you do get so proud and with your kids. And maybe this is a subject for another podcast. But when you're a dad or, you know, or a mum, you, you, the smallest thing your, your child does, you're just like, genius. She is an absolute genius. Yeah, there's no agree. way this baby isn't going to turn out to rule the world. Um, and uh, and yeah, but sometimes because life is quite hard when they do the basics well, you just feel really good. And get to that plane journey for for us um, uh, was was one of those. Yeah, agree. So since we did the proud dad moment thing and babies being geniuses, now you think your first is a genius, and I thought all of them were great, and then the last one came along, and he is a little genius. He's really? four, and he picked up a pen and started writing the alphabet the other day. He does times tables, and he's four, and I'm just like, nobody's teaching him that. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, my little really? proud dad moment. Yeah, he's wow. pretty, pretty, pretty clever well, for a four-year-old. I have a theory about this, and I got this theory from my own family. So it was me and my brother, and then my sister was born 11 years after, or I think nine years after my brother. I'm older than my brother, and then nine years after my brother came. So you're Jessica. the dumbest and she's the smartest. Well, I kind of think that the, the kids that come later have a benefit because yeah. the parents are more experienced at being parents. Like, you know, we are going through it for the first time with our kids, Magnus. Now, John, you've had... You had two throws of the dice before yeah. uh, before Liam came along. So do you think that makes it... I know this is going way off, off top topic, but do you think it makes a difference to the kids' I, development? I, I think what makes a difference is he sits there when we do homework with the others and he listens. Yeah. And then on YouTube, on the iPad, the only thing he wants to watch is the maths things, the maths videos, which is really weird, and the letter blocks, and, and it's just quite random, but he loves them. And then he learns to write and count and... Yeah. And he, he turned around to me the other day and goes, Daddy, you know that 5 plus 5 plus 4 plus 1 is 15? And I'm like, 1, 2, 3. He's <laughs> right. <laughs> just kind of blew my... Yeah. I'm like, where'd you get that from? And he's just he's just picking these things up. But he, I reckon it's... Yes, you're better because you're more prepared as a parent. But I also do think the influence from the other kids, he learns from the, from the from basically the older kids in the family. I think that's what it is. I think well. that's quite powerful, actually. That's yeah. a very that's a very unique environment. I can mm. see how that, that would actually benefit him Yeah, without time. you having to do yeah. anything, really. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I remember when I was little, me and my brother would talk to my sister just as if she was the same age as us. And my mum would always tell us off because we used long words. Mm. And, and, we, we, and we didn't like, like talk words. down to her. <laughs> we didn't, we never talked down to her. We just talk 
to her as if she was like us and yeah it really annoyed my mum but then like my sister is now go like is working at kpmg she's earning far more than me or my brother did actually no i was earning more when i was that age but that's just, that, <laughs> but that was because of recruitment and the, McGin- the mcginley ego well no, that was just recruitment you know yeah. you'd make a lot of money do- doing it but she's doing an actual sustainable career not like recruitment where you've got to stay doing the same shit yeah. for the rest of your life and you yeah. hate yourself and you want to die <laughs> we love our jobs yeah <laughs> Jessica is actually like working at KPMG, getting proper training and everything else. And I, really I, I do kind of think, yeah, having me and my brother around, um, treating her like she was just like anyone else, um, probably helped quite a bit in terms of in terms of doing that. But anyway, we're getting way off off topic. Yeah. So holidays. So Travel. John, what? Yeah. So you've obviously been on lots of holidays. You tend to take one long holiday into Italy a year, don't you? I'm Italian, of course. Man. Yeah. August is sacrosanto. You must take the holiday. In so <laughs> tell us about your experience of taking your kids back to the motherland so before i go into that we actually did the first holiday we did with chris we actually went to a resort um in the canaries in la palma i think it was which i loved my wife was like it's boring i loved it because you're away from everything you have to see family the problem is when you have kids and you are from another country or your other half is from another country you have to go and see family whether you like it or not first trip was Staying at family's house, do not recommend that. Even as much as they want you to stay there or not, don't do it. Um, we now rent a house every year when we go. And okay. is this, things are is much this easier. to Sardinia? Or? The Sardinia, yeah, is where yeah. she's from, which is nice and sunny and it's great. It's an island, there's loads of beaches, but we rent a house at a swimming pool. So to be honest, no need to go to the beach. You just sit at the swimming pool all day and uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. The trips of getting on the plane and all the rest of it are actually not as traumatic as you think. The only thing is parking the car at the airport. The one thing I will say, the biggest benefit for me is the top end parking service you can get. Get that sorted. When we fly, because we fly from Stansted and not from any other airport to Sardinia, I get the parking where I drive up in front of the terminal. Someone takes my car and goes and park it for me. That is potentially the biggest benefit um, of when I travel. Fast track, pointless, because you get treated like a god when you have a kid anyway. They let you through in front of everybody anyway. It's true. So fast track is a waste of money. But when it comes to parking your car or anything, that for me is essential. Like I want like someone to take my car away. And it's only like 20 quid, 20 quid extra from what you'd pay normally. But you've got a respectable car. I don't. I had a Dacia up to the other day, mate. I've got Jeep now, but I had a Dacia up to the other day. You got to think about that, man. Like Dacia, I, I used to get insulted for having a Dacia. I don't even know what a Dacia is. Neither do I for a while. So I was driving. It's, I didn't know what the fuck it was. <laughs> it's a Romanian manufacturer. They make very good cars. Do they? Very, very okay. good. Okay. Yeah, Fair you enough. had the Duster. Is it Dacia yeah. or something like that? Dacia. Dacia. Oh, Dacia. Dacia. Okay. Dacia. There you go. Yeah, it's a really good car. I've got a Peugeot three hundred seven. It's a pizza deliver pizza delivery driver's car. Not anymore, so, man. If you deliver you're driving a ped mate <laughs> you're talking not like early 2000s now it's just peds no but the reality is it doesn't matter what car it is like someone just takes your car and parks it for you and you're in front of the terminal you don't have to go get escalators and then you can't get the escalator because you're gonna buggy or you have to go around go line up for the elevator the elevator's not coming none of that you're right in front of the really? terminal and you walk through that that so is a pretty sweet deal we, we previously we used to drive the car up and then catch the um the bus in we That's never used to do the valet option or whatever it is valet yeah. option 20 quid extra yeah. worth every penny because i didn't like the idea of that I, I always kept my keys and loved it we, we flew around with the keys uh, and then came back and caught the bus yeah. to, to when the you car. come out you come out of the terminal it's like i'm uh here's my ticket and they're like 
is your car. They give you your key. Really? You get in your car. You drive off like dead easy. We, See, we at, caught a taxi at that point. What's yeah? What's the, I was about to say that airport taxis. They're usually now about forty quid each way. It, well, it, it, it depends. So for Gatwick, we exactly. we caught um, Gatwick is on a on a really on a really good day. It's. 35 minutes yeah. in a car. You're quite close where you yeah. are. Yeah, it's just straight there. 35 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was 73 quid yeah. with the child seat. Whoa. It's, yeah. nearly, it's nearly 120 to get to Stansted. It's insane. See, where I, no, but I, I need to give you some links because I can do it for generally 40 quid each way. To, yeah, but to your, like your taxi throat. drivers are rape. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I, I, I'm not ever comfortable being in cars with them, but I mean, they yeah. get you from A to B. Yeah. Um, well, so that that was using Gatwick taxis. That was the on-site. Ah, the right, see, yeah. But to get there, I think it was it was, it was a lot less than that. It was like 50 or something. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but still, for me, 120 quid yeah. parking is my car. I'm well, controlling the situation. I, I feel more this comfortable. This is the thing. So I went to book that and the the, the price was going to be, I think, 90 something. It, so, it depends when you go. But uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, 90. No, I, I, I'm going to do that next time. Yeah. Because you park good right tip, in everyone. front. You, you park right in front. You don't have to worry. And then when you come back, you don't have to worry. You just give them your ticket. And it's like, oh yeah, here's your keys. There's your car over there. You drive off and it's literally in front of you. Pack your bags and off you go. And you can just dump the trolley there. Where you're carrying all the luggage, most convenient. Easy. Yeah, it really is. It really is. So, so John, when you go to Sardinia for these, how long are you going for? Is it like we're, a month at a time? Leaving on a no, I wish. Well, she goes for a month. So, the, the guys, so for dads, right? Get on this ASAP. Wife, we leave on the 23rd of July. I come back. I come back on the 6th of August. They stay an extra week. That extra week is gold. <laughs> Get on that as soon as you can. It's like, no, darling, you relax a little more. Have a little longer holiday. You come back, you're in your pants. The house is tidy. You're having a beer. You're playing PlayStation. Nobody bothers you. Life is beautiful. I'll be honest. It's Even pretty if neat. it costs you some extra Even if it costs money, you a little extra money, it's an extra holiday for everybody. It. Trust Absolutely. me. She gets to spend time with her family. She goes and sees her sister this year in Tuscany. So yeah. she's in Tuscany for a week Beautiful. with the kids. The kids are in a swimming pool in Tuscany. They get to see another bit of Italy. And I'm in London and I get to kind of listen to my own thoughts for the first time and be able to put classical music in the house and not sound like an idiot because she's like, kids, shut up. I can't hear it. It's just nice and quiet and tidy and clean and I can do stuff in the house. Oh man, that that for me, that week is a neat week. And I love my kids, don't get me wrong, but that week off makes you appreciate them more because day three you're like, I miss my kids. <laughs> and then when they, when they come back, you're so happy they're back, if yeah. that makes sense. So I think there's just a whole benefit to that, to that extra week. And I learned that last year hard. I'm glad you said that three-day thing because you said that when, I think we were recording maybe our first episode and I was saying about how Alex was still in Germany yeah. with, with the kids and you said, yeah, after three days you start yeah, to miss them. And so I'm the thinking, first three days are you like, going to oh. completely contradict yourself here? And to, no, 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 no. I mean, and, the first and, three and show days. yourself to be a fraud. No, no, I'm not a fraud. Which we know you're a fraud, but, you know, I, I mean, love we, you, we try yeah. not to point it out to our <laughs> lovely listeners. That they, yeah. they don't know you. They don't need to know the truth. No, they don't need to know the truth. Um, so we're getting towards the end of the episode. So do we have any tips that we want to give any existing dads or dads to be out there for just anything around traveling and going on holiday anything that you've learned you think other people would benefit from knowing don't spend money on fast track waste the money if you pay for fast track at the airport to get in front of the queues pointless when you've got babies that put you the front anyway yeah that's true when you're waiting at the gate you mean to go yeah onto the plane even the security bit they kind of like swoop you at the front type of thing when you've got kids so they're quite nice like that so there's no need to pay extra yeah chaps get yourself and invest 
in a compact travel buggy. It will pay dividends. You will Don't appreciate Don't spend it. 170 pounds. Do not listen to this man. You can get him for 40 quid from Argos and there's just as small and just as light. Do not spend 170 pounds. <laughs> Do not listen to this man. <laughs> Do your research. You'll see what I mean. Ikul Baba or whoever. Anything that folds down to a cabin luggage size is really, really fucking helpful when you're climbing steps. Ikul Baba sounds like Winnie the Pooh's best friend. I know. Friend. It's the <laughs> shittest name ever, right? It's fucking awful. How, how would you spell it, it? It's not as bad as Bugaboo. I hate Bugaboo. Oh, God, yeah. Ugh. Bugaboo and Ikul Baba and fucking weird names like that. Yeah, I, Kiko, I know. when you're Italiano. Kiko. Uh, there's, uh, there's McLaren. McLaren's a good one. Is I always it made the me McLaren? Chuckle. No, no, it's no, not. No, it's, no, it's no, like no. A, a very not yeah. fast... <laughs> okay well i mean i think i think those are some good tips so thank you what's your tip matt though um you don't need to see that penis tip no god <laughs> i don't want to see it it's it's, it's yeah no. um, but what is your tip to, for that? to be honest i'm not sure that i have one i think i've probably traveled the least out of everyone here um mm. since since somebody's come along um and you know i think what we said here is pretty much pretty much i always you know, feel like matt is a very good host but never tells any stories i think we need to get more well, out of matt he has today. a lot of stories he has a lot of stories but he doesn't talk much he's a very mm. secretive man i'm not that secretive but with you wonderful people here why do i need to tell stories i'm just trying to guide you along some kind of normal path and save you from yourselves to some extent <laughs> i think if i if i've got you to a point where you've said something that's reasonable that people can listen to then my job is done my work here is done because half the things you say are completely unbroadcastable. <laughs> the, accent, the accents you do are frankly racist. <laughs> and, I get the chopper, the baby, I do your maid. And like, I, like I'm ashamed to even know you. Um, so I think this is where we're going to wrap up for today's episode. Um, if you have any comments or any feedback or questions, then you can email us at our email address, which is overlyhonestdads at gmail.com. Once again, that's overlyhonestdads at gmail.com. Um, we haven't started putting out any of these episodes yet, so you know, um, the inbox is dry. But when we do start releasing them, get in touch. We also have a Twitter account, guess what? That's at overlyhonestdads. Um, we haven't done a single tweet yet, but we will probably at some point. Um, we'll be back next week with another wonderful episode. John has something to say. Yeah, can you please send us abusive emails of some sort? I'd like to hear Matt's response. He's very good at responding to abusive emails. Somebody send us, please. Any insulting comments would be amazing, please. Yeah, I forgot to say that. Any and all feedback is welcome, especially abusive um, uh, feedback, because, you know, I mean, that's just fun and enjoyable. Yeah, it really um, is. And, you know, we're, we are overly honest, and so we want you to be overly honest in your feedback so all that remains is for me to thank magnus my pleasure and thank jean maria no i'm not going to respond to that (laughs) (laughs) and to thank you wonderful people for listening thank you for joining us we appreciate it have a wonderful day we'll speak to you again soon goodbye